Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a thing or two. Cause if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it. Cause everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Cause the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And this week on the show, Coach Evan and I are talking about moving back to go forwards. Another one of those ass backwards, counterintuitive titles that we have every intention of justifying, of course. But uh, specifically, we're talking about moving back on your board to go forwards. Everybody just wants to run right up to the nose and hang 10. Nobody really understands the value and the, the foundation that moving back on the board does for you and, and how it sets you up to be able to move forward. All right, let's dig in. Uh, so let's uh, let's get into this one here. We we finally came back to our old ways of uh, planning a little bit what we're gonna say. <laughs> uh, man, it's it's always uh, it's always a good time, kind of running it over in your mind, huh? Like, what's the best way to do this thing? Because you know, there's a lot of charm in just the back and forth without a plan. But then, yep. of course, I listen back to some of these episodes, and I'm like. I totally ditched what I was going to say, you know, like I didn't, and you don't realize it in the moment, but when you listen back, you're like, whoa, I just said I was going to say this and I did this. Or I'm like, here's two reasons why I don't do that because it hurts. Okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? It really is the kook cast. We got to change the title because we just went totally off script, went in a totally different direction. But uh, no, this this one comes up a lot, you know, comes a lo- up a lot with beginner students. Um, and it is going, you know, just just like we always talk about with the surf continuum, going back, stepping back. If you want to go forward and, and get to the nose, everybody wants to get to the nose, but the, the true... Uh, unlocking factor is how how you first find the tail of your board so let's get into this coach yeah right on and I think you know first we have to ask like why is this a thing why am I asked so often about nose riding or not even nose riding this applies to all kinds of craft that's bigger than a performance shortboard you know changing your trim by moving forward and and all the way to that extreme of nose riding why do people always want to do it? And so let's let's talk about that. And I think one of the biggest things I see, especially with the brand new beginner, is because it's instinct. When you're on this wave, you know, and you can feel when you're moving and the trim of your board then, versus when you're losing the wave and you have that like stall effect, nose is lifting, your instinct is to weigh it back down. You know, yeah. like let me get up there and push that nose back down so I stay in this wave and I can ride longer because the beginner's mindset is so present. It's not thinking ahead to what happens next. It's just like, oh no, I'm losing the wave. How do I solve it? Move forward. And so that's yes. like one of the biggest reasons why I see people r- running up there, getting up there, or creeping up there, one or the other, you know, just that pure and simple instinct to stay in the wave. 
And absolutely, it's just a thing that all of us kooks do. We see other people surfing better than us, and we just want to do it. Yeah, we just yeah, want to yeah. do it now. Yeah. We want to go. I can, they, just, they just twinkle toes their way up to the front. <laughs> Lost stood there and put their hands out like Jesus Christ and just went all the way down the line there, okay? <laughs> I, I'm next. That, I'm next. I'm ready to go. That's the secret. That's how they stay on the wave. They're going to the nose. <laughs> So, I mean, we, we've, we've all done it. Like, we still do it. We see, you know, surfers that are better than us, and we try to mimic them, but we don't really think about, we don't break it down. We don't right, think about how they're, able, how they're able to do it and how they've made it look so easy and all the years and hours that went into figuring out how to be perched on the nose of your board and be accelerating down the line it's it's a very functional move mm -hmm. when it's done properly and most and, and because everybody's trying to do it before they're really ready a lot of the people that you're studying at your local break are doing it wrong so you're just you're just you know snowballing off off of them you don't you don't totally. you didn't go to a great longboarder and say hey you know, like, what should I start doing first if I'm learning how to, if I want to get to the nose? Um, that's, I think that's really where most of this stems from, is right just our, our kooky um, inhibitions to be better than we are right See now. See monkey do thing, you know, <laughs> just like, uh, he do it, I would do it too. <laughs> um, so, yeah. you know, that really, that brings us right to our next step, which is just, why is it incorrect? And, and in keeping with the thing I mentioned, why is it incorrect to follow that instinct, you know, to, to weigh your nose down uh, when you're losing the wave? And it's because of a lack of understanding of how a wave or how you get propelled forward on your surfboard, you know, and you don't get propelled forward on your surfboard necessarily or most efficiently by just weighing down when you feel the stall, but understanding that the wave has more power in some spots than other spots. We call that spot the pocket, you know, yeah. right near that breaking section of wave. It's, it's that very evading moment because it's there for a moment. And then as soon as the wave changes a little, it breaks a little, that pocket moves. So chasing that pocket is the real key to staying in a wave and gliding along. So if you're creeping forward on the nose when you're losing a wave, essentially what you've done wrong is not stay in the pocket, you know, right. and, and this is your like last ditch effort to get there in the pocket. And funny enough, it works a lot of the times, you know, like you're on the top of the wave and you're losing it. So you weigh the nose forward. But then what happens? You know, now you're in the wave and you're on your nose and you're plunging down into the pocket again. So it, it just it creates this like situation where it sort of solves your problem, but then it gives you a new bigger problem that you're going to have to solve. So, yeah, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's just what you're saying. You you know, your first instinct is to go forward and now we're going to we're going to wreck your day by telling you that you really need to start going back first. You right. you really need if you want to learn how to move your weight around on the board, your first movement is back foot back and over the fins. Just being able to slide your back foot that 6 inches that you need to get it you know, so that you actually are, your foot is over your, your center fin, your back single fin. Let's just work with single fins right now. And then start feeling like 
you know, now, now your foot is over the section of the board that's, you know, usually pulling in. So you have less template that you need to rail over as mm -hmm. well. So uh, right away, your, your world will start to open up. The, the maneuverability of your board will open up. It, and at first it might be too much, you know, you'll step too far back. Go ahead, go see how far you can get back. Learn how to slow your board down, learn how to stall your board even harder than you really need to. And, and just basically like wheelie out the board and just go rail to rail and go back and forth and, and stall yourself and keep yourself in the pocket. Um, that's, that's what we want. That's what we want you to start doing first before you start moving forward. Right. Uh, and that's what, that's why this thing goes like this title goes in more. It's, it's, uh, it says more than one thing. Like we're not just talking about going back on your board to go forward on your board. We're talking about going back on the wave to go forward on the wave. And what we're saying, like the reason, like the extension of what you're saying right now is when you come back on your tail, it's so counterintuitive to you because you feel like you're already stalling. So coming back on the tail will do worse. But it, it, by doing that, by slowing down, especially before you get to this moment of losing the wave, you know, that's, I think that's part of the key here is you can't wait until you're losing the wave to try slowing down and going back to the pocket. By then you're right. already done the damage. So the key here is to start going back on your tail before you accelerate out of the pocket. And when you stand on your tail, when you press on the brakes a little bit, it keeps you from going down the line too fast. It holds you back in the pocket. In addition to freeing up, like you said, freeing up your board to be a little more maneuverable and allow you to make these little adjustments to stay in the pocket, not just speed-wise, you know, whether down the line too fast or slowing down, but also altitude-wise, like up and down the face of the wave. You know, it's a lot easier to tip over your board when you're on the tail and have most of the board out of the water than when you have the entire rail engaged with the, the wave or the trough. Trying to tip it over in that moment just like bogs you, it slows you down and, and makes you stumble. But um, yeah, like that's, that's such the, that's the solution, isn't it? You know, to, to this whole issue of, of trying to stay in the pocket and not get into that situation where you're trying to tip forward and, and move up onto the nose. It's actually back on the tail, learning to control your board in the first place before you ever get to that shoulder that has no push. And, and another reason why it's like the incorrect move to, to just start running forward on the board is because like you've said in the past, it's, it's much harder to get back once you've ran, run that far forward. It's like, shit, you don't have enough time and you don't have enough skill most of the time right. to, to get back to where you need to. It's, it's, you have to be able to move forward and back on the board. But again, unlock it first by going back, then you'll be too far forward. You'll be forced to move up a little bit and, and just, Little by little, just just like a little half of a, a, sh a little shuffle forward, you know, and, and feel what a huge difference that makes in the way your board goes through the water. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go all the way up to the first third of the nose of your board to feel that that big difference in weight. Right. Uh, and then and then you'll have more successful little boom, a little bit forward, oh, a little bit back, oh, and I still saved it, and I still, I'm still riding the yes. wave, okay. Like when you see good nose long borders, they, they just keep checking, you know? They, like 
they ch they check their board, stuff it in the pocket, run forward, maybe for what like a, a two second little nose ride, and then they zip back, turn down or cut back, and set it up all over again. It's right. not. It, the wave has to be absolutely perfect for you to just be standing on the nose and just going down the line forever, you know? Right, right. It, and you're the not setup gonna has find to be perfect. That. Yeah, you're you, just not gonna find that at your local beach break, at your local reef break. You don't get the, you know, that peeling point wave mm. that you really need. You know, I think a lot of the, that's the problem too. A lot is people are trying to do it on days that it's just really not well suited for. Um, you know, learning how to ride the nose or learning how to, you know, you, you really, I, I want you to just even stop thinking about riding the nose. Just think about it as like figuring out forward trim or rear trim, mm. you know, or center trim. Mm -hmm. Like there, there's your kind of your teeter totter that you have, that teeter totter effect that you have as you move forward and back or find that perfect center on your board where you really can just stand there and you're perfectly weighted and you're just zipping down the line. Um, you know, that, I feel like that's a lot more important than learning how to be in that upper half of your, your board. Yeah. Um, and it makes so much sense, doesn't it, to like stick to the, find the middle point of your board, find the trim line that your board, you know, is zipping down the line when you stand in the middle and then experiment with just the small area above and below it. Don't go, don't go rushing to the extremes, you know, and especially not the nose extreme. If you're going to be going anywhere away from that center trim line, go back because the whole theme of this episode is learning how to control your board, realizing that going on the nose is not just something you arbitrarily do or a good surfer arbitrarily does. They're setting it up first. Pay attention to the part of surfing that a longboarder is doing before the nose ride. Before the nose ride, it's like you said, there's a little check turn, there's a little stall, there's a cutback. Any one of those things are all done from the tail to control your position on the wave, both in altitude on the wave, whether up to the lip or net down by the trough, and also towards the shoulder versus towards the pocket. They're, they're trying to control that perfect middle ground of both of those axes, you know, up and down and left and right. And um, it's, 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 oh, you know, there was something you said before, too, that I really, uh, it occurred to me why it's incorrect to run forward on your board to, to stay with the wave and then run back. I don't know why it just flashed right now, but while I got it in my head, it, it, I was just picturing that, that situation when someone's on the shoulder losing the wave running forward. When you do that, you're usually also going very straight. You've stopped your down the line progression and you're going very towards the beach. Your direction is very towards the trough. So when you are successful, when you get on your forward part of your board or even the nose and get yourself into the wave, you're probably still going straight. And straight now is no longer towards the beach, it's towards the trough. And that's mm -hmm. why you have such detrimental nose dives. As opposed to a longboarder who understands what they're doing and setting up the pocket first in the tail and then running to the nose, they're on a much more parallel to the lip plane. Their board is not pointing to the beach. In fact, it's 90 degrees away from that direction. Right. The trough is down there below them while they travel across it, you know, in line with the lip above it not going straight towards it on the nose and that you know you have literally half a second to run back on your tail and even if you do do it it's probably going to look pretty kooky 
Yeah, you might have to do like a full backflip and then land on the <laughs> severe tail. Like a balance beam <laughs> gymnast, you know, back handspring to the... <laughs> no, this it's a tricky one, but little by little on this one, folks, just just creep, creep back, start getting that feeling of, of the power and, and the sensitivity that you get as you work your, your back foot over the fins, you for, you just start feeling so much more of what's going on. You can almost feel the way the water's like going over your fin, mm -hmm. the way it's going over your rail. Um, it adds this whole new sensation to surfing. So trust us on this one. Go back to unlock that forward. Next level. Next level trim. Yeah, right on. Good, Good breakdown, coach. Love it. Yeah, always good rapping with you, coach. And I'm just sitting here watching the surf, watching some beginners put in their time out there. I love it. And uh, always love rapping with you, coach. Yee!